tell me about this crack hotel room. It does look like a shitty hotel room. I mean, well, dude, I should have known it was sixty bucks. Uh huh. You know, I'm 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 looking to travel on the cheap if I can, and if it if it wasn't so hot, and if I had an AC, not an AC, but like a ceiling fan in my van, yeah, I would totally just sleep in my van somewhere. But it's like in the nineties, so and I'm just not trying to cook myself in my van <laughs> overnight. Would your hotel be explained as one of those like? Is it a motel? Are you at a motel or a hotel? First of all, well. Technically, I booked a hotel, but I'm getting very motel vibes. To me, motel, hotel, holiday, and the separation between those, <laughs> <laughs> between a hotel and a motel, is motel to me is door opens directly to street. Okay, yep. Then I'm moteling it up. Okay, man. okay. That's fine. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what's interesting? It's because I feel like the rest of the world, they don't do motels. But they do hostels, which is um, not even a similar a similar concept. But hostels a, are great. A much though. more yeah, that's what I was about to say. A much better concept. <laughs> if you're, but I'll I'll say this though: if you're traveling light, a hostel is great. I'm mm-hmm. I'm on the road, Jared, for eleven days. Right. So so I mean, I didn't travel super light. It's a I shitty a kitchen with behind me. you. That's a shitty kitchen behind you. <laughs> Got my microwave. It was set to twenty four seconds <laughs> when I walked in. <laughs> yeah, that's twenty four seconds until you die, or, or that's until the crack dealer shows up, or meth dealer. Where are you, by the way? That's the Kentucky. <laughs> oh, meth dealer. Okay, excuse me. Yep. Um, <laughs> I walked down the stairs and like across the hall, and there was literally just like a little grill outside the door. Yeah, you gonna use it? Some of your sausages oh, no, you have it's, in it's, your van? It's, it's it's not mine. It's somebody downstairs. Oh, I. But you're in a motel. It's oh, it's I like see. outside the door. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, a some r- motel <laughs> See, I can't even comprehend. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, dude. It's uh, good to it's, see you, by the way, buddy. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. I know. Uh, it was. I think it was good to take a little break for the both of us. We've been. We've been doing this now, dude, for like, what, three years? I guess so, 2018, I think, August, so almost three years. This is our first break, period. Not even a, like, not even long break. This is our first break. I'm not going (laughs) to lie, Jared. I was a little worried when I sent you that text. Like, I sat on it for a little while, and I was like, I hope he doesn't think that I want to end the podcast or anything. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I I enjoyed the break a little bit. It was good. It was nice. It was good, and we got a a lot of catching up to do, that's for sure. Did we did we ever get the song going? No, I'll do it right now. Uh, I'll do it right okay. now. Sorry. I Oh, that was nice. Coming in hot. I like it. Welcome back, everybody. It feels good. Back in the hot seat. Woo, That's right. Baby. And I got the AC pause in my crack hotel, Jared. You know, you have AC? best audio quality. Oh, yeah. That must be like a what? It's one of those thir- big units. Yeah. It's like yeah. the whole time. <laughs> so I figured it wouldn't be good for an, you know next podcast back to have that. But Just, anyways, hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here from some uh, undisclosed locations in Michigan and elsewhere. Uh, right now, Kentucky, but when this drops, uh, we'll, we'll both be in the same state again which will be great, but we've taken a bit of a hiatus, a little untranslatable break to recollect ourselves uh, mentally, physically, spiritually. And, uh, you know, I was doing some travel, some field research for the podcast, and I needed to give my full concentration on that field research in Germany, in Cologne, in Frankfurt, and also in Dusseldorf, Jared's old stomping grounds. So uh, I'm excited to chat with him a little bit about that today. 
and just about some other things going on uh, with some trips and what it's like to kind of travel still somewhat mid-pandemic. So uh, it'll be an exciting episode today. We got a lot of catching up to do. So without further ado, I'm here with my co-host, my good buddy. What's going on, Jared? Hey, buddy. Oh, it's so good to see you. And I'm, you know, it's great that we don't do video anymore because our, our viewers would be concerned for you and calling local and national authorities because it looks like you should be holding up uh, like a, a note made out of newspaper and uh, <laughs> cutouts. <laughs> right. <laughs> or holding a newspaper to prove that this is, in fact, taken on the day that you say it is taken on because you are in a proper motel and it is, That's at least right. from this angle, shady because not shady but not a great not a great look not a great look i mean it's definitely <laughs> i will say this though jared it did you, have 3.5 stars on booking so that's not you know, good I, I i don't know i have you said there, that like it was no, you said that like it was a good thing but there were, bro. There were no uh, <laughs> there were no messages on there like well um you know, got shot, but I survived, so it's, it's okay. 2.5 stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Their aim is bad. There's a lot of shootings, but generally they all have bad <laughs> aim, so it's fine. I'll say this. It's good to see you, even though it does look like um, someone could potentially be holding a gun to your head, and you're in Kentucky, so there are plenty of guns. Um, Don't worry. I'm going to go grab one for myself after this episode. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, little, why not? A little, little mean, protection. You know, yeah. Anyway, you, you could get one probably quicker than we could record this podcast. Yeah. Um, it's good to be back from the Twitter, for, excuse me, from the, uh, not the Twitter hiatus, from the podcast hiatus. I say that because um, while we were gone, I did like some twitter stuff and i'm like we'll get to this and i'm like but like as time went on and as i realized what a month off really meant i'm like oh we're not gonna get to this there's but, a lot of stuff that can happen in a month it's crazy but i'll tell you this i have a list in front of me and i could just scroll through my twitter of things i liked in preparation just read it just a Ooh. highlight of what we missed that's what let's i'll call it. it that's what i'll call let's it. do it i like it all right chad let's do it i'll you know i'll start from the beginning <clears throat> first of all as i mentioned as we've talked about plenty in the past, flight has been crazy. So um, one of the first things that I wanted to get to, then I realized you were going to be gone for a month in Europe, which we'll talk about. Uh, American Airlines passenger was duct taped to, to her seat. Oh, I remember After she tried to open this. the plane door, then bit a flight attendant. Ooh. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, and then I, someone... I remember hearing about that, Jared. I think I was in Germany, and I was, and one of my thoughts, as selfish as it is, I was like, "Well, glad that didn't happen on my flight." First of all, it doesn't look like a great duct top duct tape job, <laughs> from what I'm seeing. Also, who has duct tape? Who travels with duct tape? Does the plane have the duct tape? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm or, sure. It's or the someone flight like, attendants. "Oh, I never leave the house without my duct tape." <laughs> Actually, Jared, let me go um, get it right out of my bag. And then someone <laughs> quote tweeted it and saying, "People are uh, people are mad about the duct tape, like Karen didn't try to kill everyone on the plane." <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, can you imagine, Jared, someone trying to open the door mid-flight? That would freak oh, yeah. me out. No, I, I would fight anyone at that point. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a non-confrontational person. But if I see someone going at a door, I'm throwing every move I have. Every move I okay. have, and they're all terrible moves, but I'm throwing them all. <laughs> I'm doing everything. Grab, grab, twist, pull of the nuts or the <laughs> titty. Grab, twist, pull, whatever it takes. The eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, spitting. Speaking of which, um, some other things you that bite I. Him, Jared. Some other things I marked on Twitter that um, we didn't get to talk about, but um, brought you and I great joy. Oh, oh, me. Okay. You and I great joy. I'll say. Yeah. Congratulations to Italy winning the Euro Cup. Oh yes. Also, dude, congratulations yes. to Argentina 
Did you watch the, that game? The, the, I didn't watch the that Copa America. That game was intense, bro. I, I'm, I don't I'm watch, so happy for Messi. I, I am too. You know, it's so funny because <laughs> I was t- telling this to one of my uh, friends slash coworkers. I, it's such a weird dichotomy. I'm so happy for Messi. He's a, he's, he's a legend even without the national uh, title. But obviously a national title is really sort of, it, it seals the it's deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, it, right. And it was um, like when Ronaldo won the EMs for Portugal or, or with right. Portugal. Right, 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 right. Four, like, like he did them a favor. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Um, it was so nice to see, and I like Messi. He's he seems like a good guy. Did you see him in Miami? He's traveling, and there were people mm. like knocking at his like at his gate at his, and he went out to say hi to everyone. And I'm like, I hate all these people coming to say wow. hi to him. It looked awful. That's crazy. There were like hundreds of people just That's like terrible. Ah, hey, we want to see. And he opened his gate. And he come on. He said hi. He's like, hey, everyone. And they're like, oh, everyone's trying to get selfies immediately. And I'm like, that sucks. Oh, jeez. Um, but anyway, congratulations to Italy specifically. Yep. Because especially Benucci and Giolini, those guys are my homies. They're awesome. One of my favorite things that I guess I should feel sorry for, but I don't, is the joy don't I got from from the camera shots on that royal family. Yep. Don't feel sorry, and, Jerry. And it started those with memes. Started with such joy because England scored so early and with a great goal, like the in the fourth minute, right? Something crazy like that. I thought it was a record. It, it was pretty early. I don't know the exact minute, but it was probably something like that. Yeah, and I think it was Sterling with a pretty uh, nice shot. Um, and the the prince and whatever this kid, whatever they are, whoever they are, they were celebrating <laughs> the, the crazy. I know that the royal family. I don't know their specific l- lineage, the titles, yeah, and their names. You know, one bang the <laughs> other's cousin, and then this is how this happens. But anyway, um, the kid was celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, tucking in his shirt, straightening his tie, and there and I and, and it was so great because I, I love witnessing a meme. You know, and I felt like I was witnessing oh, a sure. meme alive. I was like. There's yeah, no oh, yeah. way they're not going to make fun of this kid. And it got oh, even course. better <laughs> at the not. end, <laughs> at the very, very last freaking second. Well, not the last second. First of all, Italy scored, I guess, like 76 or something like that minute. Yeah. But then, you know, it went into penalties and Italy won after a dramatic penalty shootout. And they had a long shot on the uh, royal family just sad. And yep. it just brought so much, I don't want to say joy, but it is joy. It's just say joy. It's and, joy. It's okay. And I just marked one of my favorite uh, um, tweets, which I sent to you. We sent a bunch of tweets of yep. uh, memes about the royal family back and forth. This is just my personal favorite. And it's the sad, all the, the three of them together, the ba- this kid with this tie. All s- I got to go back to our text. And it says, and uh, when another British territory gains independence. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is hilarious. Uh, here's another one that I saw that while you were gone, um, minimum wage workers can't afford rent anywhere in America. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Uh, that does not surprise me. So, uh, so that that was one that um, that is uh, not surprising at all. Here's another one. Speaking, you know, ironically, this is a perfect one to come next. Uh, there is the video of the Boston Dynamics mach- robot machine dancing. Did you see this? I don't think I did. Oh my god, no. That, I didn't see that. It's That's a robot great. dancing, and it's doing these stupid dances. I wanted to turn off the music, but I'm still showing Chad. Right. He's dancing, he's dancing. But what I liked, the, you see my like here? Uh-huh. That is from Seth Rogen saying, it would actually be funny if they did this. Uh, if, if, they, if they did 
Oh, he made a typo. If they did this while they were killing us, is what he meant to say. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, that seems a perfect. Oh, dear Lord. Because those robots are terrifying. And you saw the New York Police Department. Maybe you didn't see. A couple months ago, they were testing out those dogs. And people freaked out, so they got rid of oh, them. Oh, it's crazy. Um, here's another one. It's been... By the way, this is a perfect time to bring up this tweet. Because I'm currently hearing... I believe these are tornado sirens that I'm hearing. It's super creepy outside. Sort of very eerie. Uh, Do you have like a tornado warning? It's eight, I believe we I, we have a storm warning. It's eight nineteen, which is okay. early for it to be dark in July in Michigan. It gets dark right. usually nine 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 thirty in Michigan in summer. Hop hop in your ride it's, and come down to Kentucky. You'll be safe down it's here, buddy. Eerie as shit outside <laughs> because it looks dark. It looks like nighttime outside, <laughs> and it's eight right. o'clock, which is not normal for Michigan. Uh, the last seven years have been the warmest seven years on record typifying the ongoing and dramatic warming trend your uncle by the way we uh, he's every time i see things like this i think about you saying your uncle saying we got like 10 years left and i'm like do we have that much it's been it's been dude these floods dude you were in germany did you experience Uh, it yes i was so so that's a crazy thing. I've had a lot of people ask me that uh, and text me, you know, which I really appreciate. You know, oh, yeah, you I did right? it, by the way. I'm asking you now on a podcast, you, but uh, you, I was going already, to ask you. You already I, knew. My you, plan you was to ask good. you, and I, I didn't think you were dead, to be fair. Oh, trust me. I would have hit you we up texted if I thought some, if something <laughs> would, was going down like that. No, so what, what happened was... Um, there were some huge uh, floods in Germany. Also in China, there was I a downpour that. like eight months worth of rain in like there eight hours, dude. It was crazy. terrifying videos that went viral on social media of yep. like a woman of that was like in, in the, the middle of the street. With the water. Hold, oh, yeah. In a subway. And it was just like up to people's like shoulders. Up to their chest or and there neck, was a woman yeah. on a street and she was like, it was like a rapid on a street. And she was holding onto a car door and she obviously could only hold on for so long and let go. And she was just flowing. Right. And someone caught her at the oh. last minute and pulled her back Dang. in. But it was. It was distressful stuff. What cities, yeah. I, you know, obviously it was bad in China, too. I don't want to downplay that, but you were in Germany. Right. What cities were, right. were the floods the most prominent in Germany? I only sort that's of peripherally heard about it. That's actually a good question. I, Nowhere close I, to you, I imagine, I because only, you don't know. Well, well, I there were a couple cities uh, or towns not that far from Cologne. One of them is called Kottenheim, mm. and that was actually a place nearby Mayan. Uh, where I stayed for two summers as a as a, like a graduate student, uh, helping out with some study abroad stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and Cottenheim was just down the road from Mayan, and I'm pretty sure in Mayan, I don't know if there were bad floods, but there definitely like there were some warnings about like the river that runs through the city, like that's the problem, Jared, is a lot of these older cities have you know these big rivers like in the middle of them, and when they flood, you know if you're below that you know river level, it can get dangerous and. I mean, there are pictures of, of certain places in Germany that I saw where it, I mean, it looked like, you know, these houses were just demolished. It's crazy. Yeah. There were floods here in Michigan, too. I mean, flooding is a, luckily I didn't have any issues, but flooding is an issue here in Metro Detroit as well. And, um, you know, l- luckily, once again, I, I guess I didn't have any issues, but, you know, freeways, cars are destroyed that, you know, it's, uh, it's you know, there, there's feet of water and, or neighborhoods. You know, it's just you can just see it in the street. basement. It's not uncommon for a basement to flood in, in southeast Michigan. Is that where we are? Southeast Michigan. Yep. These are very common things. All right. I know I'm going long, but there's, these are some good things. I think you're, you're really going to start to enjoy this. It's only getting better. I have three left. 
three Let left. Let me, okay, go for it. Can I give you these last three? Yeah, yeah, go for it. For scientific purposes, Mexican athletes are testing the uh, anti-sex beds. Did you hear about these anti-sex so, beds? Here, look yeah, at this. I saw, I look saw at a this. video. There's well, three video men holding on to each other. That's hilarious. And they're jumping under the bed, and, and it holds it. The <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw another video of an Olympic. Uh, I forget what he was. There were a but he couple was an Irish them. dude jumping on the bed. Yeah, the, yeah, like, I saw that, that too. You know. They're they're really. Well, we did talk about the condoms, didn't we, Jared? The condoms in the Olympics. Maybe we did. Maybe we did. Uh, we, we we might. I'm pretty have. sure we did. The, the, the because um, the because the COVID. Olympics are woefully unprepared for uh, COVID. Um, they have all these rules trying to prevent uh, p- these Olympic athletes from having sex. The Olympics, of course, we all know it as a tour de force of athletes performing at the highest level, but it's also a tour to fuck. So they're, yeah, they're uh, performing at some <laughs> high levels in some other places. And they're too, known for being um, um, uh, like S- STI hotbeds and STD hot- hotbeds just for, you know, like chlamydia and gonorrhea that. and stuff like that. So they always, right. most Olympics make a point of handing out condoms. This Japanese uh, Olympics, they made a point of handing out condoms, but also said, don't use them here. Don't use them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, why are you take them home as a souvenir? <laughs> but so they also had these beds that they claim, uh, the Olympics uh, provided these beds that they claim collapse under any sort of you know thrusting i guess That's and hilarious. so there have been all these olympic athletes doing all these hilarious tests of jumping on the beds to um to prove that um you, you can, can get fuck. jiggy with yeah it. you can have sex <laughs> on them so listen it's been a while chat i'm excited to see you there's this one about ukrainian toys ukrainian tools to measure dicks we don't have to get into that okay. but here's um <laughs> i didn't hear about that one that's a funny one. Oh, here we can all right here you asked for it all right Hello. let's to y'all folks in America. I found this in uh, Mukachiva, the city of Mukachiva. And so this is a Muskoye Merilo, which is a dick measuring tool. So and it's got like different size holes going up. Yeah, for how yeah. big or how small you are, you can use this tool here. This is very popular in the Carpathian Mountains. So I have been told. And so you see the different <laughs> so, sizes. So I've been told. <laughs> you know that dude tested it out before he filmed the video. I mean, if you have one, you gotta put your, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta test, it. you gotta see where you. Well, yeah. You, I mean, otherwise you're waste, <clears> you're wasting <throat> a perfectly good measuring tool. You know. <laughs> All right. There's one more, and I always enjoy watching um, people from New Zealand. What do you call it? The, the not the haka. What do you call this? The, it's the haka. The oh, haka. that's what yeah, it's called, it's the right? Haka. Yeah. So this is and at this the is Olympic the basketball, basketball game, and it's against the um, it's against the US, uh, the US right? and yeah. all the US players have just this um, just this bewildered, confused, fearful yeah. look on their face. Hold on, you'll see eventually. Oh, I've I've, I've yeah, seen see, this video. Like it's this, great. Like what the? And well, I, I think some of them. That. I'll be honest, Jared. I think some of them are probably trying not to laugh. And what I liked, probably what I liked. Was not just that, but was the re- American response, which is uh, someone saying we should respond with swag surfing. <laughs> what is swag surfing? It's one of those like um, it's one of those like two thousand era dances, early two thousand oh, okay. swag and surf. I think it's a, might be Soldier Boy, a swag okay. and surf. I think it's Soldier Boy's other. I mean, Soldier Boy always one. did the first thing for everything. copyright struck jared if you keep this up it's a it's it's one of those it's that like would an be early great, 2000s though, dude, dance. do some dance i think the haka though jared it's like a it's like a thing they used to do in battle 
Yeah, I, yeah, it's like an intimidation-y it's, kind of thing. It's kind of, in- yeah, for sure. It, yeah, and I get it, because they do the faces, too. But I think mm-hmm. it would be funny, or, or if it was like the Cupid Shuffle or something like that, I think that would be That'd hilarious. be hilarious. <laughs> dance, dance, do your dance. That'd be great. Yeah. To the left, to the left. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> right, kick, right, kick. Now oh, rock it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's all I got. That's what we missed, by the way. That's okay. all you missed. That's all you that missed. Was a good, that was a good month. <laughs> Nothing else up. happened besides right. what I just said in the last right. month. Nothing yeah, it was, at all. It it was crazy, though, Jared. Like, the days I was in Cologne, thankfully, where I was, I was right downtown, and there wasn't any flooding where I was. But it rained for, like, three days straight. Mm. Um, so I ended up buying. I didn't bring a jacket. Like a, I brought a hoodie with me, but I didn't bring, like, a jacket. Yeah. A rookie mistake. Dude, I, I should have brought I a jacket helped you out. I have, hindsight. I have, I think, four quality you got all rain the jackets. jackets oh yeah. i believe it i definitely could so, have helped so you i got, I got an umbrella while i was there for like I three years at dm not is, ideal I, I, but very <laughs> handy by the way i feel like umbrellas is a great example of toxic masculinity by the way just to be <laughs> fair <laughs> speak for yourself Jim. <laughs> i went to an all boys school and it was multiple sort of buildings for for classes so you had to walk outside and obviously it would rain it was the same state and i'm in right now where wouldn't about wear an umbrella i would never no one would ever wear an umbrella <laughs> apparently people wear umbrellas or, or but not uh, wear hold one you, no, you know and that. you know there would be like one or two people with umbrellas and they get made fun of and it's like yeah but they're dry also so yeah maybe they have something figured out if it makes you feel even better jared my umbrella was pink by the or fuchsia okay so three euros and it got the job done it was necessary dude it Where, was what store did you get it from like crazy dm you know that's just like a german kind of mm. and drogerie is the I german see, word I for see. it it's like a it's like a drugstore yeah, you know, yeah. you can get got some heroin your deodorants your hair gels your umbrellas your shampoo yep Yep, toothpaste, et cetera, et cetera. So, Chad, I, Speak, uh-huh. do you want to do untranslatables? We can. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got some. Okay. I Since I stayed in Cologne, Jared, I had to bring a couple of Do you have some locals? Kirsch. I got some Kirsch untranslatables for Can I just today. not do any then? Because I feel like it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit for me to do some random untranslatables. Sure. But that's, I, that's I like fun. that you have some um, locals. Oh, yeah. Time for some untranslatables, which are uh, idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English, and we are your tried-and-true untranslatable experts to decipher these for you. So I will uh, get us started. <coughs> let me clear my throat here. Let, uh, a lot of let me get us started. That, uh, hotel or motel of That's chats. right. That's true. Um, okay, the first one, and this is uh, Kölsch, which is a dialect in Cologne, and it is Mimela. Hmm. Is that a food? Uh, y- well, you're you're getting warm. It's a not candy? necessarily a food, but it's related to food. A, a can, not a candy. That's still food. Uh, yeah, it's not candy. It's mimela, it's, like beer. No, nope. It's it's not. It's it's related to food, but you, it's nothing you can eat or drink. It's more mm. a describing describing something. Oh, is that is that like a way you cook food? N- uh, no, but you're getting warmer. It's not the way you cook your food, but it's like a serving item, tray, nope. plate. You might you uh. might say this about me, Jared, that I do a little bit of uh, mimela. Oh, is once it to be? Is it to be uh, picky? Not picky. Well, if you if you were picky, how would you eat your food, Jared? You like pick around. You like a uh... okay. And when you pick around, can you eat fast or slow? Oh, it's to be. Oh, it's to be a slow eater. 
It's like, yeah, it's kind of like to, to be a slow eater, kind of <clears throat> like pick out, pick at your food like you're not even really that Ah, hungry. I see. How would you use that? Could you use that for me? I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if this is a verb or <laughs> a <what> noun, because <laughs> this is like just like a website I found with some I different Kurdish dialects. You know, uh, Mimila, it says right here, langsam und ohne Appetit essen. Okay. So maybe it's a verb. Do, um, do mimmelst? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know, you're, you're eating too. slowly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, um, you know, when I was in, in Germany, I guess mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Cologne when I first got to Germany. But mm-hmm. then after that, I didn't, I, you know, I probably went there a couple times, you know, a few times. I'm not okay. going to say a couple times. I went there more than twice after that. But um, I feel like I never really noticed a Cologne accent. I feel like that entire sort of, at least in my experience, and once I'm a child, my experience means nothing. But I feel like that entire region is very um, Hochdeutsch focused. Okay. Well, maybe you just didn't hang out enough in the bars when, to listen to the people when, speak I Polish. Mean, <laughs> when I was twelve, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you notice a like a specific sort of Cologne accent while you were there? I mean, certain uh, there were certainly some folks that were speaking a little bit of that dialect for sure. Hmm. Okay, was it something? But that see, you're I like, was right by I was, was right by one of the breweries, which you could understand it. It wasn't like going to like like if you go to somewhere in like. Hamburg or like South South Germany, you're just. I feel like right. you could just be completely lost pretty easily. Oh, for sure. Well, even with Cologne, I mean, Cologne's really? not a tiny city. Yeah, I know it's not a tiny city, but I feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm just downplaying their dialect as uh, as a dialect because that's the, where I it's sort of the area I started in, you know, or that's the right. area I was. Well, they well they do speak very clearly. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But let me give you another uh, another coach, uh untranslatable for you, Jared. Okay. And Kromhola. That sounds like a some sort of um, like a a pastry of some sort. It's not a pastry. Could you say it again? And you really mumbled. And and Kromhala. <laughs> I don't even know what any of those words are except for in. And maybe it's and and ein. I think it would be ein whatever Krom, uh, Hola. And I wonder Krom. if Hola, K R O M M. Yeah. Is that Chrome? Is what I'm saying. Uh, uh, you're pronouncing you're pronouncing it correctly, but I'm not sure actually um, what that word is. It just has the phrase here. So why well, are you me, bringing let, untranslatables and you don't even know you don't have you don't know well, the translation? Me, I know the meaning. I know the German meaning, but you don't but know don't the translation. The literal uh, translation. If if I gave you, I don't know the literal translation because it only has the meaning. It doesn't oh, okay. have the literal word okay. for word translation. Well, then it's, it's guess, a German website, it Jared, so it's German to German. Uh, well, let me let me describe. Uh, sure, uh, you and I are in Cologne, Jared, and we go to one of the nice breweries and have quite a few kosh. And then uh, as we walk home, you know, uh, some folks can't always uh, walk perfectly after they've uh, enjoyed quite a few uh, cold ones, and and then someone might see us and go, "Oh, yeah, maybe maybe they would say er hola and kom." Okay, I mean, I guess it means someone's drunk, but I don't know. Uh. How do, how do some people walk when they're drunk? <clears throat> what would you describe that? As? They they stumble. Very uh, good. There you go, Jay. Okay, to stumble. So so it's yeah, someone who is stumbling. Did you did but, you did you stumble in in Cologne, Chad? I didn't. I I no only stumbles had a couple, in Cologne. 
I only had a couple of uh, kulches. I didn't uh, didn't go too crazy while I was there. Okay, so uh, so you just looked up uh, these. Oh, I, I, for I, for some reason, maybe I'm the idiot. I thought these were things you actually experienced in real life. You just you just Googled these things. No, I just found some of these because yeah, I thought right. it'd be fun to share some some Cologne okay. untranslatables. Okay, but we can uh, we can move on, Jared, and talk more about travels and all that good stuff. Y- yeah, sure, sure. Uh yeah, you, you so you welcome back. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> so well, you're well, the one I guess that was traveling. I didn't go anywhere. Right, you so sat I there in the silence, first... and I'm like, yeah, okay, go ahead, talk about it. You know, just just a quick little moment. <laughs> you know, uh, breathing everything mm, in. You know what that? You know that would actually be perfect. If I were a uh, radio professional, I would also hold that silence, and that would be a perfect cut moment for our uh, mm. commercials that we don't have. <laughs> That's <clears throat> true. Um, well, the first thing I wanted to talk about today, Jared, is just what it's like flying currently, because I hadn't done it in a while, and mm. I don't think you've... When was the last time you were on an airplane? Definitely pre-pandemic. I don't. I can't even tell you, but... So 2019? Is that right? Yeah, it must have been Christmas of 2019. That was okay. probably it. Okay, so, so it's, it's been a while. Yeah. So let me, let me update you, Jared. Not much has changed. <laughs> Not much has changed at all. They're still filled like, with animals, I imagine. Yep, yep, yeah. I, I was surprised. And I flew with Lufthansa, and I, I figured maybe the flights wouldn't be full, but they were both pretty full. Mm. And, uh, and as you can imagine, Jerry, yeah, go The ahead. ability to fly to Germany was new, was very fresh. Yes. I mean, what happened the was freshest. I found out Americans were able to fly over there on July 25th. I booked my flight the June. 25th. Or, thank you, June. I booked, or maybe it was a little bit earlier than that, but they announced that the 25th was the day they would allow Americans to enter the EU. Mm-hmm. And my buddy David, shout out to my good buddy David, he uh, was getting married. And he invited me months and months beforehand. And, you know, the whole time it was kind of like, well, we'll try, but we'll see. And I'll be honest with you, Jared, I didn't think it was going to work. And then when they announced it, bought my flight basically immediately and uh, headed over to Germany and uh, first landed in Frankfurt. But it was it was a really weird experience, though, um, flying, Jared, because, um, you know, I'll 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 say, you know, I'm fully vaccinated. So I didn't feel I'll say it. I'm not ashamed. (laughs) I mean, some people are high, you know, are are afraid to say that they're vaccinated. And I guess some folks, you know, it's private medical information. Jared. I guess. That's another That's right. popular thing happening on oh, social yep. media right now. Yeah. Any sort yeah. of like people making jokes about like their sex life and being like, oh, that's HIPAA violation. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, dude, it was crazy just being in the airport again. You know, I wore a mask the whole time. There were a mm-hmm. lot of folks that, uh, you know, had their had their nose stickles showing, uh, <sighs> you know, and, and a lot of people on the flights uh, also had their masks um, off. Like not, not like while they were eating, though. But, because you were probably, I mean, obviously I mean, you're vaccinated, but you you were probably right. in the minority. To be honest, you might be this in the is, minority. This on that is flight. this is how I look at it, Jared. Um, if and and some folks may call me a sheeple and call me that if you want, but why uh, are you so I concerned about people judging you for getting vaccinated? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not concerned. Okay. Um, By the way, so there are stats thought. that 99.9 percent of the people hospitalized and dying oh, yeah, from are, are COVID are unvaccinated. I, I yeah. love how you're so yeah. like. And you keep on like being like, listen, I know I, people might judge me for being vaccinated. It's like, yeah, those people are probably going to die if, uh, according <laughs> to the science of it. Right. Um, so, so it doesn't even matter anyways, what they think uh, about you. <laughs> anyways. Well, what, what I was saying, though, Jared, is that it's if the way I look at it, regardless vaccinated or not, when you're on a flight like that, you need to have a mask on. And yeah, 
it, I mean, you can get I find sick it just even very if it's not COVID. Right. I just, I, I just find it frustrating because it's like, look, I'm wearing this the whole damn flight other than when I'm eating. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, though, Jared, I think it was a plus wearing my mask while I was in the bathroom because I couldn't really smell much in there. <laughs> so that was good. That was definitely a plus. Um, How do you but, feel about going to stores in the U.S. Uh, maskless these days? I don't go in maskless. You don't? I don't. People, I, dude, I'm in Kentucky right now, and I've every yeah. place I've gone into, I've worn a mask, and nobody has a mask on. And they probably look at me like, like, who's this crazy person? And it's, <laughs> since you've been, since people have been allowed to go maskless, I've probably not gone into my local grocery store two or three times without a, or I've gone into my local grocery store two or three times out of like maybe ten without a mask. And I don't like it. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I feel exposed almost. I don't like people looking at me. <laughs> right. It's weird. Well, I, w- I will say this, Jared. It's a comfort it was thing really at this point. weird. I like it. Right. It was weird being in Germany because the way the laws are over there, if you go to like a restaurant or a bar, mm-hmm. also went to a strip club, we can talk about that in a minute if you want to, because that was kind of funny. Um, but uh, the crazy thing is, is what they do is if you're an American, you can just show your vaccination card. If you're German, um, you can either show your vaccination card or in Germany, it's completely free and super easy, Jared. I got two COVID tests for free in Germany. I got the results within 30 minutes. Both were negative, which was great. Nice. Um, so, oh, I guess I, I uh, follow up. Did you need the COVID tests, the negative COVID test to get into Germany? Yep. You did? Well, well, well I'm not 100% sure about that, but they did ask me for <laughs> Why were you let so me, confident let then? <laughs> let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Because I couldn't have gotten to Germany because at Lufthansa, they asked me for a negative test. They asked for a negative test. A negative test and my US. vaccination card. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Yes. So, okay. And when I flew back, they also asked for it. Um, there was like a spot where they... So you- it was like only flights to America went through this one like uh, like <laughs> yeah. section in the airport. And I kid you not, dude, they had a barrier. You I was had to about stop, to say. show your proof, and wait for it, Jared. You had to show your proof of a negative test. And uh, I went and got one the day before just to be safe. And once again, Jared, sometimes mm-hmm. being better safe than sorry is the way to go. Uh, I know you, you sometimes think I uh, over-prepare sometimes, but... Listen, Chad. Uh, the if, whole, if you're right, you're right. I'm because uh, yeah. I I did oh, think I'm you were my horn for sure. I did think you were you were o- sort of over preparing, but especially dealing with airports and dealing with people asking you for information, it's mm-hmm. so much simpler. I mean, this goes towards yep. everything I believe in about an airport. It's so much simpler to have everything ready to go. Much like exactly. how I don't have anything in my pockets through TSA, I feel the same way about you being like, I'm gonna just gonna have these these tests because if if they ask me i don't want to be in a place where i have to explain my vaccination or whatever i just have what right. they ask for so i get and it you're right and i was wrong i have to one. give you a shout out jared <laughs> okay i on the way on the way back home i put all my shit in my pockets in my bag game changer absolute game changer yeah. so thank you for that that was a great travel tip I'm having um, to help. Made things so much easier. That one's relatively new to me within the last few years as well. And that one's like it's a good one. Though. Why am I putting all, especially in in especially when you think of these COVID times? I mean, those bins. I mean, out, even outside of COVID times, those bins are disgusting. So oh, I enjoy sure. just limiting the amount of my stuff that I touch on a normal basis: AirPods, phone, wallet. I enjoy limiting the amount of contact it has with those bins that you know thousands of people touch a day and put their own gross stuff into every day so yeah that's yeah that's, that's smart 
that 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 was a game changer for me too. So, so you made it there. The flight so yeah. was filled with people. What movies did you watch, by the way? I always gotta ask. Oh, dude, always uh, gotta ask. <laughs> what movies did I watch? On the way there, I watched Black Klansman, which was great. Yes, I watched. Is that the first time uh, you saw Judas that and one? the Messiah. Yep. Damn, and I, watched I Judas wanted and the to Messiah. see that. I don't great. have access you have to, to watch HBO it, Max. You got well, dude. You just got to book a flight on Lufthansa and fly <laughs> I to go Germany. Somewhere. You're, you're good to go. Um, <laughs> you know how I'll watch else? it though. If I do it that way, I'll just watch it by watching the person next to me. Be like, I get it. Right. Right. <laughs> get the get the cliff That's notes. That's why I watched the, that uh, Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper movie, and I'm like, I get oh, it. Oh, Star is Born. Yeah. Okay. Remember, I explained it to you, and I was and I yeah. and I was like, and at the very you end, I was like, by the way, I, ne- I didn't hear any of it. I just <laughs> looked over yeah. my guy's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty much spot on with that description too. That was funny. Uh, um, but yeah, it's. I, I uh, really want to see Judas and the Black Messiah. I imagine it was, it was good. Yeah, I heard a lot. Black of Klansman was awesome. I saw and that then, one. That was good. And then I had to, you know, I I, I saw this uh, old western. Well, it's not that old, but uh, True Grit with Jeff Bridges. And so then I watched oh, yeah. that as well. Old western from like 2012. <laughs> yeah, or 2008 or something like that. True yeah. Grit. That's an okay movie. It's all right. That's it's you know, yeah. it's a good airplane movie. Yeah, for sure. And then on the way back, what did I even watch on the way back? I Airplane movies, movies are so like they they barely even count, you know. <laughs> I watched yesterday, which is that movie where like oh uh, the guy per- there's like, that storm and the guy performs all the Beatles songs. Yeah, I heard it's like uh, nice to hear the songs, but it's kind of a cheesy movie. Oh, it's for sure a cheesy movie. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, then I watched the Mule with uh, Clint Eastwood, which is, is that a, drug, you know, some sort of yeah. drug. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's a grandpa drug and, mule, uh, and basically comes on hard times, and then he starts being a mule oh, so for this the cartel. Is a common day movie. It was, I think it was directed in 2009, 2010. Okay. So these movies so, really got worse on the return flight. <laughs> I, it was a good movie, though, dude. It was uh, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I mean, you kind of <laughs> knew. You kind of knew Bradley Cooper's in it. Um, and you, you kind of knew, like, he was going to he was gonna get, well, I'm going to spoil it, Jared. He was going to get caught. I'm not going to watch it. You just kind of knew it. Um, I mean, I watched yeah. a movie yesterday. That I can't talk. I watched a movie called Midnight Run yesterday. It's from probably the okay. '80s, and it's like Robert De Niro. Um, I can't even remember some of the other, the, the other people, but it, it was essentially just like Robert De Niro got uh, fired from the police force in Chicago and became a bounty hunter, and it was trying to get like a big get. You know, it was it, honestly it was like planes, trains, and automobiles, but he was a bounty <laughs> hunter. And it That's was fair. not as it was not as whimsical, but it was a similar concept to like can't fly, can't take you know, can't rent a car, don't have any money, you know. It's like the same concept in the and how they're trying to get across the country, and it's like these two idiots are trying to get across the country. Right. Uh, but it had like a crim, cr- criminal aspect to it, and it was a little bit more serious. But it was still like this is just like ridiculous. Um, all right, well that's, that's. I will say this though too, Jared, about the flight. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, what food did uh, you have as well? By the way, say that, that was and then trash. I want to it was trash, okay. dude. <laughs> Mr. Lufthansa, it was, man. <laughs> it was um, the first, the, the way there, it was like a pasta with uh, <sighs> See, pasta tomato always sucks and aubergine Oh, which sauce, is um, eggplant. Uh, eggplant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That wasn't very good. It was, dude, it was all vegetarian both ways. Mm. Um, they did have a little piece of cheesecake. That was fairly good. I wonder if they um, do the all vegetarian to simplify it. Cause probably. You, because that way everyone is satisfied. Makes sense. And they don't have to. It's just in the COVID times, they don't have to have multiple meals and, a- and have exactly. less conversation. Um, the thing about pasta on airplanes, it's a standard, but it's always too soft. and It's, it's gross. Yeah. yeah. It was not and good. And the sauce is always, yeah. I mean, airplane food is never good, ever. Right. And you, you, I want you to guess, Jared, what was the first first meal I had after I uh, was, you know, had boots on the ground in Germany? I mean, there are three options, and I'll go okay. through them right now. 
right, Schnitzel with uh, pumice, Currywurst with pumice, or a uh, or a um, dona. There we go. Got it with the third one. I figured you'd I was it by the third You know, one. even though I didn't get the first two, I was still very confident. <laughs> I yeah. was like, well, then it was yeah. a Duna. <laughs> yeah. And it was. It was It was great. I mean, oh, absolutely fantastic. I, I, so stayed, I crashed I'm at so Annabelle's jealous. place for the first couple of days. Uh, so shout out to her. You know, she's a great hostess. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to meet her new boyfriend. He's a super cool dude. So, uh, so that was awesome. And uh, the funny thing was she knew. Like, I, I landed and she was like, you're hungry, aren't you? And I was like... I was like, yeah, but I got I got there super early, so I took a nap for a little bit, just for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Then I got up, and it was still way too early. So we went to the grocery store, you know, just got a couple basic basic things. I got some yogurt because German that yogurt in Germany dude is delicious. Yeah, get um, your bowel movements back on the regular schedule. Exactly, <laughs> get some get some culture. And I'm not talking about you know art and music right now. I'm talking about some yogurt cultures for sure, dude. Um, and then. So then later on that day, so I guess technically it wasn't the first thing I ate, but it was like the first meal, meal. I had was, yeah. was a delicious uh, Döner Durum oh. or Yufka, depending, which is like a wrap with the, with the chicken meat. Oh, yeah. Cut. You like the wrap. I like, I, I like the... I only had it once. After, it was okay, I like afterwards the I stuck with one, the bread, because that or, bread the, or the box. Because the, the box is good, too, because I like the fries. But with the with, yep. I don't like the wrap, because I like the specifically the bread of the standard Duna, because it's more it's crispier, you know? Like, there's more sort of... Uh, it's more substantial. I don't know. The, bre- I, the bread is an is a, 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 a important part of the uh, process for me. The box is good, too, though, because I, those European fries are next level as well oh, by the way just great. out of curiosity are you using motel wi-fi i was using my hotspot but actually yeah i'm on the motel wi-fi okay because I, I i thought you i assumed you were this whole time and i meant to bring up this proves once again how much better american wi-fi is than all that shit european wi-fi wi-fi in europe sucks yeah. bro it sucks always oh, it's terrible and, uh, what it's is terrible. it because i've always so, heard dude, also, it took me Remember, go ahead, go ahead. I told you. I think it took me twenty hours to upload the one Which episode is we recorded in Germany. Yeah. On my on my internet, I could do it in less than a minute. Five minutes. Less than a oh, minute. Really? Okay. I could do it in less than a minute easily. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And it, it's it's insane the how slow and terrible. By the way, it is full on hard raining right now. I'm actually gonna Uh-oh. put my glasses on so I can get a better look at this. There but we go. But it is it is uh, you know. If you if you if you if it bl- if the screen goes black, I'm assuming uh, we gotta reschedule <laughs> you know, the rest of this. For I'm about to jinx myself right now. Knock on wood. I haven't lost uh, lost power in a long, long, long since I lived with my parents. I haven't lost power. A- as someone that's lived by myself, never lost power. Okay, uh, no, <laughs> this right. immediately loses power. And you just um, hear the tornado siren. So, um, so tell me about uh, tell me about your. You know, obviously, you went to a wedding. Blah 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 blah. We don't really need to talk about a wedding. I want to know about That's your fair. journeys through Europe. Okay. What sort of what, places what you, you went to? Okay. What did what cities you hit? What you saw of note? What you ate of note? Are you taking note? Okay. By the way, I am. I <laughs> okay. am. Um. Uh, sort of uh, memorable uh, people you've met, maybe. Maybe I'm sure you met some strangers. Got, yep. By the I way, did. I made a friend today. Oh, I'm proud of I you. I haven't Jay. made a friend in years. How, how did I'm you not even make kidding. a friend? Uh, I play soccer at this local uh, place all the time. All the time. Right. Uh, you know, multiple times a week. 
That's the key myself. to making friends, Jared. Just reg- being somewhere as a regular. And, so step um, one, good work. And I saw a guy walking up, and he had his cleats on, and he had a soccer nice. ball. And uh, and he's like, I see, I live right across the street. Their house is right across. And I, he's like, I mm-hmm. see you playing almost every day. And he's like, I just decided to come over and say hello. And so um, we 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 kicked the ball. You know, I'd already been out, out there for about an hour, so I was kind of gassed already. But we, right. we kicked the ball around a little bit, shot on goal, and you know, played goalie for each other and passed around mm-hmm. a little bit. And then you told me about an app, Just Play, where you can find pickup games. Have you heard of that? Before? Oh, sw- I haven't, dude. Get on it. Get on it, bro. I should. I should have brought my cleats with me. I should have those in the van. And and then, uh, and then I got his number. I'm like, well, let me get your number. You know, I was like, I'll definitely be back here. I'm here all the time. So, you know, we can kick the ball around together, and I'll let you know when I'm coming back. So, I made a friend anyway. When I'm back, not about me. I don't. Who cares about me? (laughs) This is not about me. But yeah, (laughs) I care, Jared. Yeah, you should come come over. Bring your cleats. I'll I'll text them, and three of us will will um. uh, And he's he's not a we got just play app and uh, get some other. He's out. not a native Michigander too. He's um, okay. he's from Florida and he's been here for two years, I think. He's younger Uh-oh. than me. I think he's like Florida man plays soccer. Watch out, Jared. It'd be a dangerous combination. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh but, gosh. Uh, all right. So I was I was trying to take notes best I could, Jared. So okay. uh, so first of all, the, the journey. So the journey yes. began in Frankfurt. in Frankfurt once I landed. I spent basically the first almost the first week there. I landed on Tuesday, was there until Saturday. Then I took Flixbus for the first time ever for like thirty euros from Frankfurt to Dusseldorf. Uh, so so that was that was solid. Although I will tell you the AC was uh, not working fully on the bus and it was a hot one that day. Mm. Um, and those those long bus rides when it's hot you're just dripping sweat. It's not there, ideal. Do but, the windows uh, open in any sort of way? Uh, no, but there. It was funny. The guy was like, "Just turn, turn the little air vent thing, and I'll just oh, blow so, the air vent as much as I so could." The, but the AC it, was not. Yeah, really so working. there was no AC. You just got hot air blowing on you, essentially. Basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't turn my vent over. That's rough. But, that's rough. But I will say, I uh, because it was so hot, I couldn't really sleep on the bus. So I, I ended up reading uh, an entire book on the bus. It was like a three-hour bus ride, and there was, of course, some Stau, which uh, is the German word for like a traffic jam, mm-hmm. uh, and so. I finished uh, The Alchemist um, by Paul um, Colejo. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, but it's it's a fantastic book, Jared. I would highly recommend you checking it out. It's, I think, about 200 and something pages. Uh, I'll give you a quick, quick little uh, a teaser, Jared. It's about a boy in Spain who uh, wants to become a, a sheep herder or a shepherd. Uh, he gets his parents' blessing, and then he just goes on this epic journey. And that's where I'll leave it. I um, am adding it to my cart right now. I've been on a book kick le- recently. Nice. I've been trying to read more. I haven't been great, but I've certainly been making so, trying to make a personal point to read a little bit. So I'm I'm adding it to my cart right now. Give give that one a read and let me know. But that was another great thing is since I wasn't driving places on like this current road trip, I had a lot of time to read. So I I've been on a reading kick as well. I got my Kindle in the room with me and actually two other books here with me as well. Um, so, so yeah, but anyway, so Frankfurt to Dusseldorf, then, uh, I was in Dusseldorf for a week, celebrated my buddy's yes. wedding. Can we talk wedding about Dusseldorf, party. by the way? Yes. Once let's again, I don't want to talk about the wedding because this is not about them. <laughs> this is about you. Um, and I'm very curious to hear your take on Dusseldorf, what you did in Dusseldorf, mild stomping ground. I'm talking so much because Chad's frozen right now. That's why. Yeah, okay, you're back. You're back. You're back. Yep, I'm back. 
Um, please tell me about Dusseldorf. I'm very excited. So it was, first of all, absolutely gorgeous city. Uh, yes. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm, I'm a big <laughs> fan, Joe. The, the Altstadt, I, yes. you suggested walking around, dude. I, I one, one day I, I just took the dig on myself. Nothing against my buddy and, and uh, his, his lovely wife. But you know, I want to explore. You, you don't have to say that. You don't. Have, you don't even have to say that. There's nothing offensive about you taking a day to go Fair for enough. a walk. So so yeah. So I walked all around the Altstadt, which was great. Right of on course, the river. Another tasty donut. Oh yeah, dude. The, uh. the river is gorgeous. My only regret though, Jared, is I didn't. I was actually supposed to have a late uh, a, a late uh, a date mm. uh, with uh, with a lovely German lady, but unfortunately she flaked on me. Mm. And we were gonna we were gonna do the date actually on the like the the like. The tower. Apparently, there's a bar up in the tower, oh. and you get like an awesome view. Nice. Um, did yeah, you so. um, did you walk through the market too? Yeah, gorgeous. Yes. Oh my gosh. Gorgeous, did you walk dude. down Schadowstrasse? So that's not Altstadt. That's sort of out of Altstadt, but across isn't the that street. Where the, isn't that where the? Um, uh, it's like the Kloster. It's like the the little Dominican church thing. It's like Ooh, a yellowish church. That. I don't remember that. You know what I okay. do remember? Let me ask you. See, now I'm getting nostalgic. Nostalgic. I Great. remember, I remember the the train stop to get you to Altstadt, to get you to the center, Heinrich mm-hmm. Heine Alley. That was, was. I went. I went around <laughs> that stop. My buddy lives right off yes. of Kirschplatz, so it was okay. like one or two stops past that. So and the, dude, well, the, it just, the, oh, what was it? The, well, that that was like a hub. So I'm I'm not like remembering the numbers. The U seventy six, the U seventy five, U seventy eight. Yes. Oh man. Yep. Good times. That dude, that public transit over there is something else. I miss it's it. It's perfect. It's great. I love driving, but it it is so convenient, so fast, so easy, and pretty cheap too. I don't yeah, I don't remember the prices because I had I had some sort of student card when I was a kid, so I didn't really have to pay. Right. But um, well, that's the great thing too. You know, if you are a student, you get all those benefits. Yeah, I had a Shoko Kata is what it was called. And it there looked like go. a little chocolate bar. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, that's cool. So, you, you, so that that's where the wedding, where the wedding was in Düsseldorf. Yeah, well, yeah, the wedding was at the Standesamt, which is like the courthouse. In, Wait, in it was town. at a courthouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just Google uh, Standesamt Düsseldorf, you'll see the building where my buddy is it got like married. A, was it like a ceremony? It was. Well, it was. I got to witness the actual legal, like in the courthouse. So okay, so, so, so no, it wasn't like a oh, church. Oh, so ceremony. it was just it was like, like a legal, the, the literal legal aspect of getting mm-hmm. married. They just it was like yeah, going down to your local secretary of state. I don't know how you get married, but going down right, to your, your courthouse, local courthouse, it's the courthouse, and yep. just standing there and be like, "All right, you're married. Uh, who's and the you have witness? to sign the documents and yep, show your IDs. It was very German. Oh, you had wow. to show your IDs. I thought you yeah. were going to a wedding. Well, well, then they had the reception oh, after okay, okay. they signed all the documents. <laughs> At their place, you. and I then and then they had a wedding party on Saturday, and you did ask Jared if I had made any new friends of note, and yes. I would say for sure. So Please. I got to meet David's uh, the German word is Trauzeugen. It would be like I guess like groomsmen, but their their purpose is actually like to just witness the marriage, and and usually it's like one of your closest friends. That's a weird term. Trauzeugen mm-hmm. is for those mm-hmm. of you that don't speak German means trust thing. My little trust uh, thing, isn't it? Traut Trauzeug. I guess so. Like, yeah, tr- like trust apparatus, trust tool. My trust yeah. tool is what it means. It's, yeah, it's it's like your 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 witness. Um, 
But yeah, so anyways, but I got to meet him, and that's uh, one of David's like childhood friends. I'd never met him before. Super cool dude. He was a metalhead, and you know I love metal music, so we bonded immediately over that. Uh, and cool. he saw Rammstein live, so of course you know I had to ask him all sorts of questions about that concert. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I got to got to know uh, Stefan. I got to meet all of uh, Isabel, the wife. Um, I got to meet all of her friends. They were all super nice. Um, I will say though, Jared. By the way, they're not listening. Just so bit. you know, you can be honest. You don't just I have am to. Being, you don't just I have am to being honest. Broad no, see, blanket. That's, Everyone was that's, super nice and friendly, and it was the but see the that's nicest the crazy, people in the world. That's the crazy thing, though, Jared. I kid you not. This party was one of the most perfect parties I've been to. There was no drama, no BS. Everyone was super chill, super nice, super friendly. And I'm not just saying that. Like I legitimately I believe mean you. that. It I was awesome. You. And I got to reconnect with uh, another buddy, also named Stefan. Um, got to reconnect with him. Uh, he lived in Mayan, so I've known him since 2015. And then I got to meet a lot of their school friends, which was super fun. And it's kind of like, in a way, Jared, it's kind of like when you sometimes are like around some of my high school buddies. Mm-hmm. Like they were telling like ridiculous stories from like their high school days, and it was just super funny. And uh, of course, they had a DJ at the party, which was great. And everyone's speaking it German, was, by the way, right? I imagine they were. Okay. And dude, how was that this for trip, you? This trip changed me, Jared. As you know, it used to really toot my horn when people would be like, oh, you speak really good German or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing, which is still like, I appreciate the compliment. What are you, Dutch? <laughs> but, but dude, I had so many people ask me like, why, why do you speak such good German and why did you learn German? One of my, one of my buddies had like heard people ask me the same question over and over again. And he, he like, uh, he told me later on when the people left, he was like, you just need, need to start making up crazy stories about why That's you learn German. That's what I said. German. That, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that now that's not what I said. I say you should start embracing and being like, well, I'm. Yeah, I guess it is making up stories though, yeah. because I'm saying like, say you're from like some other place other than the U.S. and be like, well, then you know, I, you know, my, I don't know. I, I'm or not if you pull the inglorious bastard, you say like, uh, "Ich komme aus der Pitzpalu," like some like teeny tiny little <laughs> unknown village. See, si. you know, and try to I speak with that. a goofy dialect. <laughs> yeah i just remember but brad it, pitt tried to speak italian at the at, he's just like, a, arriva derci yeah <laughs> yeah it was bad it was really bad that's what made it so funny though but yeah dude but it, th- that's the thing though like it was great meeting all these people it was fun to practice my german and and like i met so many really really nice people it was crazy too dude one of david's friends he i i won't say his name because uh, he told us a couple work stories. I don't want to get him in trouble. But this work story is crazy, Jared. So this is a guy that actually helps set up stages in Germany. So he's responsible for like music festivals, setting up the stage, all that. So he comes into contact with a lot of like famous artists. Mm-hmm. And so one time he was helping out with an Ed Sheeran concert. And he didn't know who Ed Sheeran was. Because he doesn't really listen to pop music. He's also a metalhead. And it was so funny because... He actually told Ed Sheeran to get the fuck off the stage. Like Ed Sheeran came out and I guess like Rhodey and crew get a special badge, but the artists don't get a badge because, you know, they're like people usually just know you who they are. expect that you know who right. Ed Sheeran is. <laughs> right. And so and so Ed Sheeran was on the stage and, and he and he asked, uh, I, um, I'm not going to say the dude's name, but he asked he asked the guy, you know, where where's the bathroom? And he and he kind of snarkily said, like, for you, there isn't a bathroom because he didn't have like a badge on. So like technically he's not even supposed to be, you know, and since he didn't know it was the artist, he didn't put two and two together. And then and this then guy's bad at his st- job is what you're telling me. I, I guess maybe <laughs> but, just Google him. You'll see but, him immediately. Well, well, just wait for it, Jared. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. So so then what happens is uh, Ed Sheeran's like kind of standing on the stage, like processing all this, I guess. And then 
and then the, the guy tells him, he's like, hey, like, go to the right to the stage. Like, they were, like, moving stuff. But he said it to him in German. And mm. uh, and then he said it to him in German again. And obviously, he didn't get it because I, I don't – maybe Ed Sheeran speaks German. I don't know. I mean, why would, he, but, I, why would he under, just happen to understand German? He's, what, English or something? Right, right. You never know, though, dude. Those Europeans are a little bit more cultured than yeah, us Americans, but the, but the, Yeah, but the English, they're like us. They, they don't, that's they that's don't, true. They don't, <laughs> they, you know, they think they got it all figured out. They're like, what? We have the master language. What are you talking about? Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, so then eventually he told Ed Sheeran to get the fuck off the stage. And then when he left for his lunch break, he turned around and saw the poster. And was like, oh, shit. That guy looks familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So I just thought that was such a crazy story. Like, we were sitting there at the dinner table just cracking up. Um, So it was fun. It was fun to connect with all these people. I mean, I guess that's his job. But I would never... Like, even if I saw someone on stage and they shouldn't be, I'd just be like, someone else will notice. I'm not going to be the one to tell them to go. Right. <laughs> right. This is why also I don't have these jobs, because that is literally how I react. I'm like, mm, it's fine. It's fine. Right. Did you see any sort of, um, did you make any point to see any sort of, um, uh, uh, you know, like uh, tourist attractions or any sort of uh, oh, dude. cool sort well, of sites? I took, well, I took a day with my buddy David, and we went to Maastricht in the Netherlands. And that was oh, cool. awesome, dude. What's in Maastricht? Beautiful city. Uh, well, there's a beautiful university. It's I forget what river it's on, but there's like a nice river that runs through the middle of the city. Um, and we got, uh, I tried Bitabala, which is like a, like a Dutch, uh, it's like kind of like mincemeat, like fried. Uh, and the you eat it with river, like the river, by sauce. the way. Thank you. Is. And uh, so, yeah, so we just kind of walked around the city for a bit. That's cool. Had lunch. And, you know, that was a cool thing. It was only, I think, like an hour and a half drive from his apartment in Dusseldorf. And we were in the Netherlands. And then we took a detour and actually swooped through Belgium real quick and then uh, headed back to Germany. That's crazy. uh, I remember when I only in Europe. I remember when I lived in, in Dusseldorf. I don't know what the city was. Because I never went to it, I don't think. But one of my parents' favorite restaurants was in the Netherlands. And they would like go with their friends sometimes. And, and, and <laughs> we're just heading to the Netherlands real quick for dinner. We'll be back to, you know, tonight. And uh, to me, that was always a mystery. Now I look at a map, I'm like, yeah, I right. guess that doesn't make sense. I never, yeah, they just right never around the corner, me. basically. So uh, that was super cool. Uh, and, and yeah, big fan of Dusseldorf. The Altstadt was great. Saw the green parrots at night. That was kind of interesting. I don't know what that is. What? You don't know about that? No. Yeah, look it up. There's a bunch of uh, uh, like uh, flocks of green parrots in Dusseldorf, uh, and that technically like I guess they're an par- invasive parrots? species. Yeah, and they're green oh, parrots wow. or parakeets. Yeah, and they fly around the the parks at night because my buddy lives close to the parks. Um, when we walked home from dinner, we could see them. I mean, they I do tell look you adorable, though, but um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of articles about them being an invasive species. <laughs> right. Well, it's crazy though too, just seeing how many of them like swarm like from one tree to another. It's it's wild, um, and that wow. was totally unexpected. Um, they don't yeah, know, we were, and it doesn't seem like they know where they came from. Well, well, no. They there's there's a couple. If you if you just do some googling, I, I forget all the all the stuff that the article said. But basically, um, there's there's a couple different theories. Like one of the theories is that like some really wealthy people had them, and then they just flew free. And um, I feel like it almost definitely started with rich people like importing, like probably, they, they, like you know, kind of like um, who was the Colombian drug dealer? What's what's his name? Oh, Pablo Escobar with, yeah, the, like, with the hippos. Yeah, 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 and like gorillas and stuff like that. I be- also I believe is another one where it's like yep. he brought he had zoo- he he built zoos and then and then when he got arrested or whatever, these animals just sort of went neglected and got loose. 
and just you know sets you know set up home in Colombia, which they were never meant to be in. Yeah, uh, and, and that's, that's a probably big problem the same with thing. the hippos. These are probably like what some sort of African parrot or something that are. Oh, they're from in, oh Africa and India. No, is what they're it from is. India. I yeah, see. They're, they're, yeah. And, and the thing is, is because they used to live in the Himalayas, I guess they can kind of weather the winters in Dusseldorf because they're kind of mild. Ah, I see. So, yeah, so, so it's yeah. probably rich. It's probably rich people. That's probably yeah. what it was. <laughs> right. It was probably. I will say, uh, though, one one other thing, Jared, too, about uh, uh, meeting friends and all that good stuff and speaking German. Uh, sorry to switch gears like this. No, um, please. I, I did uh, did trip. get a couple compliment uh, compliments from the ladies about having a sweet accent. So, uh, so all right, was Chad, nice. we talked about that. No, we talked about that. I heard you. I heard you. You have a good accent. I didn't mention it on the pod. He's like, oh, listen, to I told you these bit. people complimented me, but I, I tell you attractive women also complimented me. That's a, that's a nice plus, you know. Um, and then from th- from then on, though, I had to speak English because you know I didn't uh, didn't want to cause any problems <laughs> at the wedding. No, I'm just teasing. Um, but Did yeah, you, so anyways, um, checked out Maastricht, Düsseldorf, uh, and then now we now we gotta get to Cologne, Jared, uh, which was kind of okay. my last big destination. Uh, no discredit to Annabelle for letting me crash for a couple days later in Frankfurt, but Cologne was kind of the last like big destination where um, I did not some a exploring. Great explore exploration today let me be honest with you i don't I would, know a lot about dis- frankfurt i would disagree with you i think okay, you need well, to check it out i don't dude. know a lot about frankfurt you should check it out it's there's there's this one awesome spot in frankfurt i forget where it's called but like on wednesday nights they just have like it's like an open like plaza somewhere mm. and folks just bring like a pa system and play like salsa and bachata music and people just go there and dance uh, maybe um, i'm just jaded because i've only really experienced the airport and train stations yep. and like and the immediately field was sketchy as hell outside of the airport and train station areas and it's like that's not frankfurt that's yeah that's okay that's fair that's right. fair i never really experienced it tell me about cologne i love cologne cologne has a great downtown area i i would argue and i hate to say this as a dusseldorf uh fan I because they're rivals. Cologne I'd say they rivals. are that that too. But I would say they're sort of. It's not really. A, they don't call it Altstadt, but they're sort of walkable. Yeah, they do. Oh, do they? I didn't know that. It's straight up called Altstadt. They're walkable. Altstadt area where you, where cars aren't allowed. Oh, I would say great. is a lot better than Dusseldorf's. And check out check out our Instagram. I do have a couple pics from the. Yeah, uh, there's a lot the more Altstadt. going on. Like like and it's it's like tighter in general, and and, and it seems. I don't know. I don't know size-wise which one's bigger, but it, it just feels like there's more energy in the Cologne one. Even though I do right. love walking around Dusseldorf, I think is beautiful. Um, and there's still there's still the river. You know, you're still on the river. Right. Um, you know, I imagine you walked along that that bridge where the train goes, where the Hyatt is on the one side, and then that's where the dome is right on the other side. And gorgeous. Um, so there still is the river. And now that I think about it, in hindsight, I can really see like. City-wise, why these places will also could also be rivals. I'm like, oh yeah, I see some some similarities here. I didn't I, yeah. I didn't even realize that uh, Cologne called it uh, Altstadt as well. Yep, yeah, Altstadt Nord and Altstadt Süd. And I was in the Altstadt Nord. There were a bunch of great restaurants around where I was at, so that was awesome. Did you um, did you buy anything by the way? So that's stuff, the thing, like dude. Stuff. This 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 trip was weird. I bought. I didn't bring, uh, I should have brought more jeans because it was actually a lot cooler than it was. So I ended up buying a couple of pairs of jeans at H&M. Okay. Um, so I, so Practical. And, yep. And then I bought like uh, one button down actually for the wedding party. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, and I bought actually a watch over there. And that's a and watch. I bought like 
a watch, yeah. You don't wear watches. I do once in a while. Okay. For special occasions, I like to rock a watch. Uh, and since I've been on this road trip, dude, my handy handy dandy uh, smartwatch has been helping me direct, you know, go get get to yeah. all the places and not get lost. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, so I didn't really buy that much, and I will say too, I didn't have a ton of room in my suitcase. To be honest with you, even though I brought a ton of gifts for friends, um, when I came home, I brought some like candy and sweets for my uh, for my nephews and my sisters. Uh, my niece, my nephews, and my sisters, and then also for my parents, and that's and I, I literally brought one thing of Riddersport back for myself, and that was it. Mm. Uh, what so what flavor? Kind of light this time, dude. I'm 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 boring. I just got the Alpenmilch, the the oh, kind of the. You just got a, some chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. But it's Riddersport. It's good stuff. I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Ooh, I'm a big fan of the red. It's in a red wrapper. Uh, Is the it marzipan the marzipan Riddersport? Oh yeah. my god, I, I'm it's so, good stuff. I, I'm, I'm a real big marzipan head. You know, anything, any any sort of deliverer of marzipan, I'm on board with. Um, That's so, fair. Okay, so what? So you like Cologne? You walked around a lot, I imagine. Ex- d- maps yep. off exploration. Oh yeah, oh yeah, all all day long. Well, and it was really Where'd easy to find my hotel. Uh, so it was called Aiden oh, Fru Am Dom. Yeah, hotel. Um, and it was it wasn't too bad. It was nice, and I could. The nice thing was because it was right around the corner from the cathedral, I could walk around and easily find my way back. Like I would just look for the cathedral towers, walk that direction. Yeah, you can't miss back it. In my hotel. <laughs> exactly. So so it was all maps off. Also, I was trying to save save as much data as I could because I think I had two gigabytes during my time there. So downloaded a bunch of German music that I listened to as hotel. I was walking around. It was a great hotel, and it wasn't too expensive either. So, um, yeah, that was great, Jared. And the way it worked, though, that whole week I had to work. So in the mornings, I would get up, usually walk about a mile and a half, two miles, just kind of all over the place. Oh, geez, I'm so jealous just listening to all of this. <laughs> eat like a tasty like schnitzel or Spätzle, or had some great Did Indian have, food and great Chinese food Did over you have any while you were there? Only twice. Only, that's good. Only that's twice. Good. And I only had schnitzel twice as well. I will say, though, Jared, one thing I forgot to mention about Dusseldorf. There's a great Altbrauerei called Schumacher's. I went there my first night there, and they had some great Altbier. Mm. That's great. <laughs> I love it. So so it was fantastic. But anyway, so Cologne was awesome because, you know, my mornings were spent kind of walking around, doing some sightseeing. One of the days I was going to go to the zoo, and it was just raining way too hard. So I just walked around a little bit and then just went back to the hotel room a bit earlier that day. So yeah, so that's that's pretty much it in terms of um, Cologne. I mean, not not too much to say because I was working that week in Cologne. So, um, but it was definitely a great place to spend the week to just kind of chill and work, Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really happy. You know, shout out to my bosses for letting me work. You know, remotely from Germany. No, no, I will no, no, say no, though, no, Jared, no. you not don't have to, to say that. You don't have to say that. You don't have to give no. them props for letting you work from home wherever you are. No, that's how companies should operate. You yeah, are able well, to do your job. It doesn't matter where you are. Don't thank them well, for dude, that. Don't well, give them the power, Chad. <laughs> you're, you're right, Jared. But the thing is, I got to go back on campus in uh, two weeks. Damn. Oh, my, my office opens next week. But you don't, we don't have to go. We don't have to go back. But they, but they do right. open next week just okay. for no mask 
you're free to go back. So, which is kind of cool, but it's also We're nice to have that to we do don't some have, lunch though when I'm in your if you don't have uh, to. neck of the woods, Jared. Well, to definitely do some lunch if I'm in the in your yeah, neck of the woods for sure, dude. We can, dude. We can definitely do that. It's been a long time since I've been in Detroit. There's a amazing Italian sandwich place called Rocco's. I really want to hit up in Detroit. There's also a great ramen place in Midtown, which I think is pretty close to Wayne State. Called mm-hmm. uh, Urban, Urban Ramen, which I used, which I love, and I haven't been to since the pandemic, dude. Oh, there's another great dumpling place called uh, Shangri La. Oh man, yes. I'm excited for you to have to go back yeah. to the office because it's going to benefit me. That's why. So um, that was Germany. I'm glad to ha- hear you had a great trip. It sounds like a great trip. I'm jealous. Uh, you were in my old stomping grounds. It's nice to uh, to live vicariously through you. It sounds like I, I was almost in- wore that Dusseldorf, uh, uh, you know, jacket you you gave me. <laughs> I gave. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. For, I forgot I gave you one of those. I was actually wondering. I was like, I thought I had one more of these. <laughs> yep. That's almost where it brought went. it with me, dude. Yep. That would have been amazing. You, someone. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't see them. Like, they're, they're I'm uh because you know. People, they still make them, I'm sure. I'm sure you, right. you can still get oh, for one. for sure. Um, yeah. So it sounds like you had a great trip. I'm glad to hear it. You know, flight flying is flying, and uh, I'm glad no one tried to open the door. I'm glad yep. no one uh, I gotta tried say, to fight after the pilot. Some of the stuff you told me about, Jared, before the flight, I was a little nervous to see what would happen. I don't blame you, and I, I guess I should apologize for you know, striking you fear know. into you. But yeah, and I should have known what I was doing because you're the most cautious flyer in the world. And I'm like, uh, you sure you're not concerned about someone opening the door at 40,000 uh, feet in the air or whatever? Um, but what I love even more than the fact that you were in my old stomping grounds is that you came back to the to Michigan, to the U.S. You were here for, what, four or five days? Two days. Two days, excuse me. <laughs> and you're like, F this, I'm hitting the road again. And you're in yep. where? Tennessee right now? Close. I'll be there tomorrow. Oh, right, right, right. You just, Kentucky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just yep. saying things at this yep. point. On, on the road again, my man. It's great. And we'll, we'll have to talk about that more on our oh. uh, next Ooh. episode. That's what I meant to, what I meant to hit. <laughs> That's right. It's great, though, dude. And I will say, I am going to spoil myself when I get to Nashville, I think. And I might, if I can find the right guitar, I uh, might be getting Ooh. myself a really, really nice By one. By the way, speaking of spoiling yourself... I, I ate a gross amount of chicken between <laughs> my two, between driving to Louisiana and driving back. Um, and as you, I know you, you're a fellow fried chicken enthusiast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. You better believe it. Dude, I, the, you, you better you text can, me some national spots, bro. I mean, the, 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 I just went to, I believe I went to Hattie's, which is like a generic, okay. not generic, but it, it's like a super popular spot. Um, but I mean, it was good as shit and it, dude, as I started driving further South, I just keep seeing all these signs for chicken places and I'm like, all right, I thought about that for, for the 4th of July, I went to Pennsylvania and I thought about that because the food options were terrible. I'm like, listen, I, I might not love the South. I might not love going to the South, but I'll tell you this, their food options are just spot after spot hits. And mostly mm-hmm. fried chicken, to be fair, but none of them miss. Going to Pennsylvania, it was like going through Ohio. It's like all these places suck. The best option is Wendy's. That's the best you have to offer me. And it was just like it was just like shit, shit upon shit. 
uh, and I hated it. I hated it. I was like, no raisin canes anywhere, no Popeyes anywhere. You call this a road trip? It was. It was. It made me sad. It made me sad, and it made me weirdly miss driving through these middle of nowhere towns and. Mississippi and, and Tennessee. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, at least they had good fried chicken in these terrible towns. Uh, so, right. yeah, I, I, well, dude, I feel you. It's, I feel you. It's, it's so great, too, just being able to just hit the open road, dude. Just listen to some great tunes, hit how, the open road. How was Got the drive? When, when, you, when you contrast that, especially to your flight to and from Germany, mm-hmm. how is it to get into your transit connect and, and hit the open road? Is it exhausting? It, nope refreshing. it's a great feeling it's yeah. liberating yeah liberating i love it and dude driving through kentucky today it was just gorgeous i mean the scenery there there was there were quite a few points in time where i was i was kind of wishing somebody else was in the car so they could drive so i could look out the window and <laughs> yeah, i get you know, it because i didn't get any any pictures because i've been busy driving you know kentucky and tennessee is the same kind of way they both get a bad rep rightfully so let's be but <laughs> they're gorgeous states tennessee right. Uh, when I was in Nashville and just driving around to and like to my, my I lived I had like uh, I was in like a tiny home kind of situation in the woods, but like I drove into the city and just driving through like the suburbs and driving and seeing it's so green, especially now, and um, it's just it's hilly, it's gorgeous, it's beautiful. I, I love I love I loved it visually until you see the Trump and Confederate flags. Yeah, you saw that <laughs> everywhere. I knew I like, knew oh, right, once I, I hit Ohio. Yeah, it's it like was, I'm it still in Tennessee. Everywhere. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, dude, it's it's a great feeling though. And so far, the Transit Connect has held up really well. I'm gonna knock on my fake wood desk right here, and uh, <laughs> you know, hope it'll get me down to Missouri for my next buddy's wedding. That's the crazy thing, dude. July has been the wedding. month of uh, the month of love, I guess, because so, my one buddy Dave, <laughs> not uh, for David, us. and my other buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, my man. I, I've had a pretty good July so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you about that, but I was like, maybe not here. Um, well, we could talk after we're done recording. Um, so you're going to another wedding. Is this wedding yep. going to be outside? Um, well, it's at like a winery. Okay. So I'm thinking they have like an indoor in case. I'm sure it's going to be hot because we'll be in Missouri. So what are you I wearing? Get, that's what, that's what really what I want to ask I you. Got, I got a... It's, it's sadly not a linen suit, but it's like... Um, like it's it's a it's blue and it's like a polyester material actually, um, like a light suit. It is, and it's That's like cool. a it's like a it's, it's a nice blue wearing just a white shirt. I actually need to find a tie while I'm down here because I didn't have a tie that uh, there I wanted to wear with it. So, oh god, I'm not gonna do that. Maybe I should get one of those bolero <laughs> ties, right? Uh, <laughs> oh and, and oh nice yeah, nice little cowboy hat. You would never go bow tie, but a bolo tie is a perfectly right. uh, <laughs> logical choice. And you need the cowboy hat with it, Jared. I mean, if you're going to have a bolo tie, I I had a teacher, my German slash chemistry teacher, no joke, uh, in in my final years uh, of school, high school here in the U.S., 11th and 12th grade, he um, was from Texas and would often wear bolo ties. And you would often see him driving away at the end of the day with a cowboy hat on. That was a not uncommon thing to see. Right. I mean, I might be getting myself a cowboy hat while I'm down here, Jared. You never know. I wouldn't. Could you wouldn't be surprised? I could see you rocking maybe not a cowboy hat, but like almost like like the in between, like a not a fedora, but like an Indiana Jonesy hat. You know, a little mm-hmm. more than a fedora, but less than cowboy hat. You know, 
I don't know what she's called that kind of hat. You know what I mean, though, right? Yep. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have I have a Stetson that's uh, kind of like that. Okay. I didn't bring it with me because okay. it's, it's a warmer one. Dude. It's more for the cold you weather camping. <laughs> my dad is kind of a hat guy. And he's that's got, awesome. <laughs> he's got some sort of... Like, and, and I don't I don't get it. But uh, n- n- when I hear you talk about things like this, I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel like you could talk hats <laughs> with my dad. I would love to do that. Can you do me a favor and ask him just what are his thoughts on Stetson hats? Just do me a favor. Uh, hit him up. Be like, okay. I was talking to Chad. What are your thoughts on Stetson hats? Do you, uh, okay. I need to see what it is first, just to see if I could see him even wearing this hat. I mean, they have all sorts of different kinds of hats. Oh, they got some yeah. pretty cool ones. I could see my, I could see my dad wearing a Stetson hit, hit, This hit might be a little too him. much. That's a little too cow. It might be a little too cowboy-y. Well, they have, they have non-cowboy hats, Joe. They have some nice ones that, that aren't. You know they have they have fedoras as well. I'll ask him. I'll um, ask him because he is a yeah. hat guy, and there are some great hat stores in New Orleans, which is close right. to where they live. So, well, I'm sure there's. I can probably find some uh, hats. Uh, oh cool yeah, hat you're store in Nashville, cowboy country. What yeah, you, <laughs> I'm sure I can <laughs> yeah. find something. But yeah, I, I have a list though, Jared, of ten guitar shops some that boots. I'm gonna hit up. Uh, I mean, some boots would be nice too, dude. Mm. Like. So, you know, so I didn't spend as much on my German trip uh, as I thought I would. So, you know, I, I wouldn't mind you Ooh, know, dude, treating myself a little. There's nothing better than coming back from a big international trip and looking at your bank account and being like, oh, I'm more than good. Like I didn't yep. like because yep. I've because we've talked about this, but I've been on trips where I felt that way before. But I've also been on trips where you come back and you're like, whew. That's a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I really got after it. But then there's somewhere it's like, wow, that was an efficient trip. Um, there's nothing better than coming back from a trip and being like, oh, no, that was that was nothing. That was fine. That was almost no different than how much I'd spend if I were home. Um, so tell me about these guitar stores. Are these stores like sort of specialty stores or are these like I'm going to hit up this? A couple of them are. Like a uh, guitar center well, in Nashville none or of them, something. Yeah. So none of them. Well, we'll see. I may hit up Guitar Singer just to see what's there because sometimes you can find some sure, gems locally. There. You know, there's you know there's right. probably a there's lot tons more. Tons of musicians in Nashville, exactly. With some you know nice nice gear. But one place I'm going to check out. It's called Groon's Guitars, and they are well known for. And had had I've had more space in the van, I probably would have brought. I have like a really old Biedermeier guitar from Vienna. I would take it there, and I'd like to get it appraised and see how much it's you know how much they would appraise it for. But it's tricky because it's technically like a no-name brand. Um, I, they they can probably like figure out how old it is. I'm sure they have some some test or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, my whole point with this Jared is they have a lot of really vintage guitars. I'm so looking really excited at to check. photos. This is a real guitar nerd store. It's yep. nothing oh, yeah. but guitars and guitar oh, yeah. accessories. And <laughs> yeah, and the thing the thing that I like about it is so I've been looking at Martin acoustic guitars because in my opinion, Jared, the two kind of top acoustic guitar companies um letting my guitar nerd shine right now jared please is martin guitars and taylor guitars i think if you want an acoustic guitar in america those two brands are <sighs> sorry the top of the top googled martin acoustic and these prices are oh yeah yeah um <laughs> i mean I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with you jared i'm probably going to look at one that's um I'm not going to spend three grand, but somewhere south of uh, three grand probably they have some nice ones that are that look like they're like five to a grand Hmm. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm. I won't be getting one of the the cheapest ones for sure. But yeah, there's the one nice for four hundred that you probably don't want. Yeah. the The thing is with Grun guitars is they also have some like custom made ones that they like have like specific specifications and like fancy woods. 
And so, so I don't know, like I've been thinking about it and, you know, I've been playing guitar now for 18 years, Jared. And, uh, and I think it's, I've always wanted a Martin guitar unless my fingers stop working tomorrow. I'm going to always play it. So I figure might as well, you know, just kind of spend the money while I'm down there and potentially get a nice one. So, uh, see, that's the, that's the great thing about a hobby like that, where it's like, I'm, I'm gonna use it. And And if you don't use it, you'll sell it and get something, you know, that's similarly nice, you know? And so like, so sometimes I feel like, you know, that's the thing about like, hey, I'm a car nerd. It's harder to, to do that with cars. It's a bigger investment. <laughs> exactly. It's just a much bigger investment. <laughs> it's like, I can't just buy a car. I mean, I guess I could, but it's still just like a whole bigger uh, responsibility. Just to be like, right. even if I don't like this you one, insurance sell it, get another one, and I'll like that one. It's like, you know, you just, right. it's like, it's just, so I love that. I love that. I, I wish I had something like that. Where, right. where and, I, and I mean, Nashville is kind of the mecca, I think, for a lot of music stuff. For sure. You know, I, I'm, Have, I'm hoping I'll be able to any, find, you know, some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to ask. Are there any sort of bars or, or clubs or whatever, like jazz or blues or country places that you've heard of that you're like, well, I should hit up this place? Cause, well, you know, I mean, the, open the, Nashville. Oh, I forget the name of it now. It's like the, I think it's the Bluebird Cafe. It's actually like a, like a, I think a breakfast and brunch spot, but like a lot of like big names occasionally will just show up there and like do open mics and stuff. Um, obviously the Grand Old Opry is like the big kind of country venue there. But that's there. a theater, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, you didn't, I, I don't you'd know have if to they're like even buy shows. tickets to a show for that. Exactly. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm looking I'm at this Bluebird Cafe. This looks like a mm-hmm. real intimate situation. Yep. Yep. That's cool. Um, and I don't know, man. Once again, we're going to be going maps off and uh, just kind of see what happens. I'm very, very excited, though. I've wanted to go to Nashville for quite some time. Although it's hilarious, Jared. When I first bought the van, I knew some road trips were coming down the pipeline the funniest thing was jared is one of the spots i've wanted to really hit up has been traverse city and i haven't gone there yet <laughs> um so when i get back to michigan um maybe i need to talk you into coming with me and uh mm. and you know we'll figure something out get a tent or something and uh we'll, we'll get nice and cozy in there jared and uh tell some good bedtime stories and uh yeah it'll be a good time i'm but starting anyways, to get a little cabin fever i think i'm i think maybe i'm starting to get ready to get out i'm still i'm still not feeling flight though you know like well, i've had a couple people a trip to traverse i've had a couple people ask me to do various flights and one of them i've already turned down another one i feel like i want to turn down uh in Where's september it to, if you uh, don't mind me asking uh well that's the thing i mean I, I mean i guess i don't know this person might hear this but who cares they Ooh, probably won't okay and no we're an hour <laughs> 20 they're definitely not gonna hear this it's to um louisiana which is nice because it's to new orleans okay. so the good part of it is i and, and that's the thing it's, it's a party for 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 someone and and nice. i am close with the person but none of the people that are coming it's like they're friends but i'm close with the person and it's okay. like going to a, another place and not really being friends with these people is a big ask for me socially yeah. but it does help that i have a pl- like like I'm, I'm i it's sort of a safe zone like i could easily pull a classic jared irish exit and go to a uh like an apartment or whatever you know just and, and just have a like a escape but just like flight it's just like it's not worth flying to me like i don't feel like flying even in september like booking right. it now it's just like it's not worth it to me even yeah, though i understand it's my friend's birthday or whatever it's just right. still it's just like it's tricky it's just like yeah but i don't want to fly like why it's not necessary right. 
It's really well, not that's to get why, drunk that's, in That's kind of why I didn't fly to Missouri for my other buddy's wedding. That's why I drove because I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm at risk for being at hotels, but I don't know, man. You know, After being that vaccinated, seems, I feel fairly comfortable. It seems like a low risk. It seems like a lower risk than what, especially what I'd be putting myself into going into New Orleans, which right. every every fun thing to do in New Orleans involves uh, alcohol and being there. Alcohol and being right up in someone's face. And it right. <laughs> involves uh, copious amounts of screaming and closed and in, in, in uh, closed places. It's just like it's just like it's just like a, even as a vaccinated person, uh, it's just like a hot spot for like it's just like is is this worth it right. to me? Like I don't know. Yeah, to get drunk for multiple days, I could do that at home <laughs> in the comfort of my own. A lot own cheaper. Home. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, dude, it's it's uh, it's been a good time, and it's nice to be back on the road again. And we'll, yeah, we'll definitely dude. have to talk about it more on the next episode. For sure, for sure. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you made it back safely. I'm excited you, to sir. hear about your. So, when do you uh, when do you arrive? Head in? out to Nashville tomorrow. Okay, then I'll be in Nashville till Wednesday. Til Wednesday. Then okay. uh, Wednesday till Sunday, I'll be in Missouri. So you got a couple days in Nashville. You, you're yeah, you're really that was the plan. Doing it. All right. Yes. Where are you staying? Sunday, Monday. I mean, or just you're sleeping in the out? van, right? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I've, I've kind of copped out a little bit, you know, and I've gotten hotels just because number one, a lot of the campsites were already taken, mm. and uh, and I don't know, just like stealth camping in my van, like sleeping in a Walmart parking lot, kind of weirds me out a little bit, to be honest with you, Jared. And as I said, it's super hot down here the whole time I'm down here, um, right? And I just figured I'd rather be in a hotel room with some AC. I can, you know, record podcasts with you. I can, like, sure. spread out some of my junk. I brought a guitar with me so I can practice and also play a, hotel. a little bit. So far from what I've seen, hotel is, is a exaggeration. It's a stretch. Yeah, it's really a stretch. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I'll be at a Red Roof Inn in Nashville. So uh, Still a stretch. Also, still a stretch. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> motelling it up till I get to Missouri, my man. There's no shame in that. And I'm That's jealous right. of you. It seems Traveling like a good time. Traveling on, on the cheap, you know. Because I, I even looked into some downtown Lexington spots, and it was like 200 bucks a night. And I was like, "Yeah, I have no problem treating myself, but I would rather put that $200 towards something else, like a nice guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't think these downtowns of like Nashville or Lexington, Kentucky, I don't think they're like that. Hot. I don't think they're hot enough to warrant the price, you know? 200 Yeah. You're not really missing out on like some sort of hot Lexington, Kentucky nightlife, let's be honest. You just got back from who, Germany. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and especially in Cologne. Cologne just has a great vibe, dude. Like, yeah. For oh, all by the, the way, listeners out there, you just need to go to Cologne. It's amazing. How was nightlife in Europe? It was fun. It was, How it does was it a work? great time. I mean, you can uh, go to bars? Oh, well, I, th- I think I told you um, what you have to do is you, you have to show either a proof of a negative COVID test from, I think, two days ago or a vaccination card. Oh, so you can be vaccinated and just go yep. and just freely. Oh, so yep. it was easy for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I That's just cool. showed them. It, it felt weird walking around with my vaccination card. Everyone like showing it to yeah. people. That's gonna um, be the. That's gonna see. This, see, this is why. You know, we talked about. Uh, we were texting about how it bothers me when Europeans tell Americans how terrible America is, because that is. Uh, hey, listen, there are a lot of he- people here in America, a lot of idiots. I guess I should call them that won't get vaccinated. But for people oh, like for us sure. that are vaccinated, this is one of the benefits of being. <laughs> american is you can go to these other countries and be like and flash the vaccination card uh and for you and for you as an american it's really no big deal it's like oh yeah anyone i can get vaccinated at cvs but i feel like in a lot of other countries it's still like a 
like a like a a to do harder a challenge but or like you a, know it's crazy though jared because it's more difficult a lot of countries over there it's really easy at least in germany there were like covid like you could get that schnell test the the quick mm. you know the rapid so they're better test. with the tests way better yeah and, and like i said i got tested twice it was completely free i guess it makes sense um, that they're better because so much of these industries like restaurants and bars are depending on it yeah be, but yep. like I, you and know a lot, lot of, of uh, a lot of spots i ate at too a lot of spots i ate at as well jared were outdoors so that mm. was kind of nice yeah. uh, and you know they love the outdoor seating and the beer gardens and all yeah. those type of things in germany mm-hmm. um, but i did go into a couple bars and there was a party you know for the wedding you know party there was about 40 people okay and we were on the dance floor tearing it up and it was it was kind of weird and uh, uh when i was talking to um, one of the people there, uh, they mentioned how, how nice it was just to be able to kind of have a normal party again because they hadn't, most of us hadn't had a normal party in, you know, over a year. So it was yeah. pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And thankfully got that test before I came back, Jared, and uh, it was negative. So shout out to Pfizer. Wood, everything's good to go. <laughs> yep. yep. That shit works. Sponsored today by Pfizer. No, just yeah, I haven't. <laughs> see, I haven't. Uh, yeah, you went to Germany to thank them. I haven't right. um, gotten any tests, but I certainly felt the same way you felt after I got back from my cousin's graduation party. I'm like, shout out to Pfizer. That shit must have worked because I was around yep. a lot of people, and yep. I was really just relying on that vaccine. Yep. Well, so I mean, it's we, we are a living, walking science experiment, Jared. And so, so far, apparently, so good. they oh. they claim that the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, this is a headline I saw, so don't quote me on this. Is eighty eight mm-hmm. point something percent effective against the Delta variant? Apparently, also now there's a Lambda variant. Did you hear about that? Oh, jeez, I haven't. No. Soon it's gonna turn into like a uh, like We're a, have the whole Greek uh, alphabet, bro. Like the what's the um the black stuff that Spider that was all over Spider Man soon it's gonna turn to like Venom you know <laughs> right that's what it is Venom um but yeah oh man all right dude it's good to have you back I'm excited to get to back, back to podcasting and so are For our sure. tens of listeners that, that that's right well I'm I'm excited to do some more field research and uh, do some more traveling and uh, give you some updates so. Uh, stay tuned. Check us out on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. You can check us out as well on uh, Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. Make sure to slide into those DMs. Jared's always looking for a nice little DM slide. That's for sure. Yeah. Also, if you uh, if you want to, uh, you're not going to see our faces, but if you want to hear us on YouTube, check us out, Untranslatable Podcast. And please, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. I gotta say, Jared, I'm happy I remembered the send-off because it's been a while. But man, does it feel good to be back. <laughs>